Hello, beautiful sisters, and welcome back to The Beautiful Messy Show. This is your host, Pastor Heather Baxter, and today we are going to talk about being builders with a purpose. Welcome to the show. We are in season 14, which is the Anointed Me Bible Study, and we are in episode two today. Our episodes represent our weeks here on the podcast. Now, if you belong to HB Women's Ministry, welcome sisters. Thank you for being over on this platform. If you are not part of HB Women's Ministry and you just so happen to land on this podcast, I am inviting you over to heatherbaxter.com. That is the website where you can find the workbook of whatever I'm talking on for whatever episode. So just to give you a little sneak peek behind the scenes here in the ministry, we do a Bible study every single month and it's three to four weeks. And then on Wednesdays, I talk about whatever we're studying in the middle of the week in that Bible study. So for this uh, season, we are in a study called Anointed Me. And this past week, we have been talking about the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God. And what does the Spirit of God do? And on Monday, we talked about how the Spirit of God taught us the ministry of Jesus. We actually looked at Isaiah and Isaiah was teaching us how Jesus came to set the captives free, how he came to proclaim liberty, proclaim freedom to the captives, to help bind up the brokenhearted, to open up the eyes of the blind, to give beauty for ashes, basically to give something beautiful in a messy world. And so we learned all about this spirit And this same spirit that went to the cross, suffered, died, and buried, was rose again on the third day, and we were given the opportunity to accept Jesus as our personal spirit, our personal savior. Yes, personal spirit. The Holy Spirit now comes and lives inside of us and anoints us to get through what we need to get through. So follow me into day two here, which was Tuesday. It talks about how the spirit comforts us. You may go through a season, beautiful sisters, where you are struggling with some obstacles. You are struggling with obstacles and you're thinking, there's no way I'm going to get through this. There's no way that God is going to use me. There's no way. And we begin to do all this self-sabotage, this self-negative talk. But, but, yet God's saying it's the spirit of God that's going to comfort you. And then it's the spirit of God that's going to revive, rebuild, restore. Amen, right? And use you, whatever your rune is, your rune has a story. Your rune has a message. Whatever is messy has a beautiful story. But the only way that we are going to see that is if we have a shift in the focus and a shift in our focus is only going to come through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I think that's awesome because if I look back at where I was 24 plus years ago, 24 years ago, I can tell you that I remember taking myself to a little church and I knew that my mom and dad would take me to church. Um, We were regular Sunday churchgoers. Um, Again, we did a lot of church. We did a lot of religion, but I didn't have a relationship. But for some reason, the spirit of God was upon me when I was mourning back in my college days. 
and I needed comfort. I was confused. I was angry at myself. Now, a little backstory. I'm not going to get into my full testimony, but I think it's really important for today's show that I uncover my face a little bit and I share some things with you so you can see how God comforted me, how his good news was upon me, how he was going to bound, bound up my wounds, how he was going to set me free from the shame of my sin and help me see freedom from a new perspective. So there had to be a shift in my spirit, which would then shift my mind and my emotions and ultimately the will that God had for my life. And so at first, I never would be able to say, oh, God's appointed me. Oh, God has a plan for me. Oh, I can't wait to spread what God is doing in my life. Those weren't the words on my lips. That was not my intention ever. I was always dragging along the poor me. I'm a mess up. Ha, um, here's a great verse. Um, Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined. This is coming from Isaiah 6, 1 through 7. Woe to me. I was always woe me, woe me, woe me. I am ruined. I thought of some things in my past, which I'll uncover in a minute. And it says, for I am a man or I am a woman of unclean lips. I live among the people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. What happens when God starts setting his hand on your life, which when he nudged me to find a church, any church at that time, all I was doing is seeking. And we talked all about seeking the first week in this ministry. I had just a heaviness over me that I needed to seek, that I needed to go find him. And I didn't even know where to find him. I had no, um, you know, no faith-based background, nothing. All I knew how to do was to get to a certain church, a certain denomination. And I knew at Central Michigan um, campus, there was certain denominations spread across the campus. Well, I showed up and I sat in the back. Now, it was specifically Ash Wednesday. And I knew my dad would always take me and we would get our ashes on our forehead. And I showed up in the back and I was weeping, weeping at the thought of dragging myself, my dragging myself through the front door of such a holy place and, and knowing, knowing in my heart that God designed me to crave, knowing that there was a Lord Almighty. You know, there's times when we're not even walking with God. We are so far out of faith. We're not even saved. We don't go to church, but we'll have this longing. We'll have this conviction or this hurt that uh, we're being pulled back to some sort of a center. And that is the Spirit of God working on your life. Well, that day the Spirit was working. I was in a season of mourning and the Spirit was comforting and guiding me back to my center. So I sat in church and I just remember revealing to God, which he already knew, my apologies for my sins. I was actually in um, my junior year of college. It was my second abortion. And it it killed me. The shame killed me. Um, the corruption, the injustice in my heart. Um, and as I would go to look at the things of God, I, I could not look at them um, because I would see all my internal problems. I would feel the wrath of my sin. And it weighed so heavy on me. My personal struggles, my my doubts, my fears, my limitations, um, all, I, I had all kinds of questions on how God could use me. 
And all I did was wanted to show up that day and tell God I'm sorry and that I needed help. And when they placed the ashes on me that day, I never knew doing all of these traditional things that I've done since I was a little child. That day marked a moment in my life. And when I think back upon the cross now, and I think how God took me, because it says, seek me and you will find me when you search with me your whole heart, with your whole heart. The anointing came upon me that day for just seeking, becoming a seeker. So number one, sisters, the anointing will work in your life when you begin to seek. You don't have to have all the answers. Just seek. And then number two, God is going to place his hand down upon you and he's going to build you up and prepare a way in you. He's going to prepare a plan in a future that is so much greater than yours. But a lot of times he starts with our mess. He starts with the, the, the humble, contrite spirit, that heart that's coming before him in a way that's saying, I'm craving you, but I, I'm a mess. And the Lord is the potter and you are the clay, allowing him to place his hands on you. And I was so encouraged when I left that church that day because I just had this thought, I'm going to do what it takes and I can do this. I know that I made a mistake, but I need to turn some things around. And I began to just have these little breath-like prayers, these little breath-like prayers of repentance and sorrow. And I really wanted to change, but I also wanted to change publicly. To those that knew me, like this, I wanted them to see that I was going to commit and stand in a new way. So I had some sort of accountability going on in me, and that was the Holy Spirit redirecting my thoughts. Now, let me just tell you something right now. Regardless of where you are, when you have that seeking attitude, the Holy Spirit comes, puts people in your life, which is my mother-in-law, my, my husband now, God brought that whole family to my life. Because God needed, knew I needed a serious Moses, somebody in my life, which ended up being my mother-in-law, which has really taught me that God invited me to this invitation, that God has invited me and wanted to remove all the obstacles in my life. He wanted to come in and help me see what the good news was. He wanted to come in and help me with my broken areas, help me with my sin, help replace the shame of my youth with a crown of beauty, beauty for ashes, the beautiful, messy show. Well, you know, it took somebody in my life to help move me in that direction, to help build me in that direction, and that happened to be my mother-in-law. So I want you to see now, as we're going into today's message on the podcast, which is about you are a builder. You have a construction site to go to, whether you right now are the construction site and God is using HB Ministries, the Anointed Knee Study, the podcast today to speak over your life and give you some tools to build with. Tools being the Word of God, the Bible studies that you're doing, all those are your toolbox, and that's how God shapes you. The good news shapes you. The good news opens up your eyes. The good news is what releases you from darkness. That's the Spirit of God. The good news is what comforts you. But once you've went through this, God is saying, build, build, build. If you're in a season of building your life back up, which I was, 
Build, 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 sisters. Show up and build. Because as you continue to build, God is preparing you for a certain road. And that road is going to now be for you. If you look at scripture today, which I absolutely loved, there is a shift in focus. There is a shift in focus. And it says in Isaiah, I love this shift in focus. It says in Isaiah 61.4, and we're talking about we are all builders with a purpose. It says they will. That's you. In scriptures, it says in Isaiah 61.4, if you're listening in the car, the verse says they will rebuild the ancient ruins and restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities that they have been devastated by for generations. The they will is at one point, it was Jesus working and showing you the message and showing you his ministry. And then Jesus coming and pouring his spirit inside of you. And when he pours his spirit inside of you, there is a connection. There is a relationship for you to connect to the building materials so that they will rebuild. So now it's just not God showing up and building in your life. It's you with God. They will rebuild. You and God. They will rebuild the ancient rooms. They will restore the places. They will renew the ruined cities. It's teamwork. And once God begins to rebuild, restore, and renew whatever's ruined in your life, now you will go out. You will go out and help others. Today's verse, other verse says, build up, build, build up, prepare the work, prepare the road and remove the obstacles. Whatever your platform is today, it is to share the good news. It is to be a messenger of hope. It is to go out and help other people see obstacles. I remember my mother-in-law sat down and she helped me process some things that I was struggling with. Number one, fear of the church. She brought me to a new relationship with Jesus Christ. She helped me just sit with scriptures. She led and guided me and built me up and prepared the road. I never knew the calling and the gifting that I had on my life, but I knew that I was stepping in. They will rebuild the runes. I was stepping in in a relationship with God, teamwork, doing my part by showing up to Bible study, and every little step I took, God would do a work. Every little step I took, God would do a renewal renewal in my mind. Every little step I took, God would maybe take that ruined and then replace it with something new. And then I begin to see callings. I would step in leadership positions. I would step in women's ministry. I would step in and I would begin to minister to younger women in the seasons as I was getting older. In different seasons, I was able to see what God removed, what obstacle, what sludge did God get out of my life that was a stumbling block, that was toxic, that was something that I was being strangled with and his spirit was being, you know, strangling me that God set me free. And I I believe every single one of us is going from glory to glory. Nobody has arrived on this side of heaven. God is always promoting and building us up. Always. And when he builds you up, whether it's something you're going through in your season, 
He's going to use you to prepare the road for someone else, to revive someone else's spirit, to revive someone else's heart. That's how God works. You become a building material. You become a tool. You have become someone that is proclaimed to share the message. Look at Paul. Look at Isaiah. Look at all the people in scripture that God used. God took them in a lowly state, transformed them, transformed them, showed them their sin for what it was, but then taught them and shifted them to see the mighty changes that the Spirit of God did on their life and then took them and they were used for good purposes. You are called to be a builder. You are not incapable. You are capable. Say that right now. I am not incapable. I am capable. The Spirit of God is astounding and He wants to revive your vision. Your vision comes from your valley. So, whatever you went through, share your valley openly. That is ministering to someone else and allowing them to have a vision or create a new reality where they feel lost. So again, going back, if you see behind me, again, if you're watching me on YouTube, I have a vision board behind me. If you've been part of the ministry, we have the new me in 2023. The new me in 2023 is our life wheel. There could be certain seasons in our life wheel where we're doing really, really good. And there's some where we're feeling, whoa, this isn't doing that good. This is where God's saying, I want to put my hand to it and I want to build this area but you're going to have to couple teamwork with me so I can speak over you and I can show you my glory. I can reveal things to you. Amen. That's a humble posture. Putting that life wheel together, putting our, our, our dream boards together is really a humble posture of saying, I Lord, will be adventurous with you. I will take that step of faith. And when you do that, that's how the revival of the heart comes. That's how the rebuilding of a marriage comes. That's how the rebuilding of a relationship, finance, career, something personal or emotional in your life. That's how rebuilding comes. You can't just walk away with the attitude of, hey, it's never going to happen. I'm done. Um, nothing's going to get accomplished here. You need to make sure God put a stamp on what he's taking you away from. Put a stamp on it, remembering that God forgives. God wants to anoint and do a work in your life. Don't walk away from the hand of God. Let the hand of God fuel you for your passion, your calling. What are you to put your hands on and build? You are called to be a builder. You are called to go out and shift from being stuck in the past to being expandable and valuable. Expandable and valuable. I think of that little day sitting in the church and I thought I would, there's no way I could reveal God in any way. I'm surprised he even wants me here. I was so self-dooming, if that's even a phrase, self-dooming. And yet God took that little seeker heart in me, revived me, restored me, gave me gifts, opened and expanded and made me valuable to a women's ministry. It's so humbling. Wow. What an attitude I had to fight and get away from. And I had to contain that truth inside of me and realize God was at work. God was at work. So be careful not to allow your past to shape the way you live or where you're heading. 
I will say that again. Be careful not to let your past shape the way you live or destine where you're heading. You know, create the mission of where you're heading. Because if God is not there and we see we have no need for God, you will be in a place with no passion. You will be in a place where you're not feeling blessed. You're going to feel in a place where you're always wounded. God wants to set you free from that. Do not be captive of your past. Do not be captive of sin. Do not be captive of a wound. Allow the Spirit of God to comfort you first because he wants to comfort, but then team up with him. Day three is talking about team up. They will rebuild. You and God will rebuild. And once God rebuilds in you, then you are going to go and help build and prepare the way for someone else in whatever situation you are on. And God is going to use you to proclaim the good news and demonstrate his love and his truth to a watching world. Huh, how awesome was that, beautiful sisters? You are, you are created to be expandable and valuable. And so go and allow God to build you up. You have purpose. You are called. You, my sister, are anointed. Thank you for hanging out today on the beautiful, messy show. I will see you in the next episode. Again, remember, if you want to join the ministry, head over to heatherbaxter.com, grab a workbook, and come on this adventurous journey with us. We are doing a Bible study every single month. Blessings, beautiful sisters. I'll talk to you soon.